Welcome to Awkwards Anonymous, the podcast where two sisters stricken with the disease to please share their experiences and opinions while making a conscious effort to be unapologetically honest. Sorry if anything we say offends you. Oh, shoot. I'm not supposed to say that. Come on, Missy. Hi, John. Hi, Chad. How are you doing, man? Pretty good. How about yourself? Pretty good. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, Missy. How are you this week? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm okay. Oh, just okay. Womp womp. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm extra specially just okay because we have some somewhat special guests today. (laughs) This is what has made your week just okay. Mm -hmm, It's just okay. (laughs) I'm really hard to please. (laughs) As a few people in this room can attest to. Today, we have um, John and Chad husbands who you have heard nothing about because we never talk about them ever correct nothing negative is ever said to also just to clarify it's john and chad are missy and chrissy's husbands we're not husbands together (laughs) john is my husband chad Chad is is my husband yes okay now that we have that out of the way since we have our significant others with us this week we were thinking it would be a perfect time to talk about all things like relationship wise, either with them or not with them, any funny stories, awkward stories, etc., etc. So maybe we can just start out with like something really simple, which is guys, tell our audience how we met, like just briefly. What's your interpretation of our, the beginning of our relationship? Chad, you can go. I can tell you're chomping <clears throat> a bit. Well, it was a nice, blustery fall day. In the eighth grade, <laughs> and she was wearing a very plain gray hoodie and pigtails, and the pigtails really stood out. So I thought she was very cute. Uh, hadn't really talked to her much, but she kind of stole my heart that day. Uh-huh. And then every time I tried to talk to her, she pushed me in any other direction but hers. Let's be clear, uh, he had already secretly dated my best friend. <laughs> Doesn't count when you're in eighth grade and it lasts for a month and you I never mean, even talk. Yeah, their first and only date was meeting at the water fountain, but still, it's so. Every time he approached me, I was just like, "Hey, she's over there." I and I did not believe that you would have been approaching me for me. I told her I wanted to talk to her one day, and she said, "I don't believe you," and I had to walk away because I was a little embarrassed. <laughs> it was just one day in high school, and we were walking down the sidewalk to go home to get on the bus and we were she was finally talking to me and she said again with that said friend she says i know you kind of like her and i said i don't like her i like somebody else and she said oh who is it and me being a stupid 14 year old boy said she's walking right next to me because i'm awkward like that back then and she says who and looked around (laughs) like she was trying to play some kind of game with me and then I asked her out that afternoon, and it was been pretty crazy since then. <laughs> I have to say, that does not sound awkward to me. That sounds, like, ballsy to be, like, I like somebody and she's standing next to me. Yeah, that part. sounds really cute and brave. Yeah, I mean, I don't... For a 14-year-old, sure. When you get to be 30, nah, it's kind of dorky. Well, well, yeah, but you were not 30 at the time you were 14, so... And we've broken up and gotten back together several times, but... They all lasted about a week, because I'm just that irresistible. Yeah. (laughs) And you are also the only guy who ever expressed interest in me, so... Anyway, bullshit. (laughs) It sounds like if others did, you might not have picked up on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Low self-esteem right there. (laughs) Yes. As our listeners should be well aware. She's won many battles, but I ultimately won the war. I do want to ask you, the the afternoon of the bus, Mm -hmm. when I called you at home... You said, I have a couple questions for you. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what you asked me? I, re- I remember asking your religion. <laughs> you did. You asked me my religion. Because at the time it was really important. <laughs> and I think <laughs> looking, giggling. <laughs> looking back now, I think <clears throat> your answer was a bit shady. It was? Yeah. Because you said, well, like my mom was raised Catholic so I guess Catholic. And I'm like, okay, it's a form of Christianity. We can move forward. <laughs> they told me that's what I was, but anyway. I now know, know things and have learned these things for myself. But 
And then I remember you asked about my family, and I told you that my mom spoke with a slight southern accent, and it was really bad when I got in trouble because she would yell, Chadwick Shane! And you said, ew, who calls you Chadwick? And I said, that's my real name. And I heard you hit the floor laughing as hard as you could. <laughs> yeah. I I definitely remember that day. I thought it was a joke. I thought... It was not. It was your mom. Unfortunately. Like, some sort of weird pet name. And when you told me your real name was Chadwick, I was just like, how is that a name? <laughs> um, John, how about you? Go for it. I'm trying to figure out where to start. Um... <laughs> Like all romantic movies, would start it with a business transaction. <laughs> of what are you her... trying to say about her, John? We're getting there. I've known this girl since she was ten. You better watch it. <laughs> I have not known her when she was under eighteen. <laughs> um, but I was selling hay and wound up meeting her parents before I met her. My boss at the time, uh, his wife was friends with her mom. So again, through work, <laughs> we ended up setting up a. <laughs> A date, and uh, first date was at uh, Noodles and Company. <laughs> Which is out of business now. Yep. And from there, we headed off. I think we were both super nervous the whole time. and As it should be. Killed time at the mall, and then watched a crappy movie. And it was fun. Did it again next week, and then went to Missy and Chad's wedding the following week. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time I saw John. She said, that's John over there. I said, oh, I don't know if I can take him. <laughs> <laughs> every guy that comes into our lives he like his first thing is like can i take him i don't know why that's always where you go because you're not really even a violent person but don't don't mess with my wife don't mess with her sister john can mess with her though i don't care <laughs> <laughs> john you can do whatever you want to chrissy we're you married now i don't have a choice I... so but what john left out is that our first date was actually a blind date so, well, I did not see a picture of him, but apparently he cheated. I didn't know these were rules. I was shown pictures from her graduation and everyone says, she's tall. She's tall. And, uh, <laughs> she's, so, she's so tall. And like the That's picture. That's all anyone can say about me. <laughs> well, and the picture, she barely comes up to like her horse, which at the time I did not know her horse is the bodybuilding of like Godzilla. It's massive. So I thought she's not that tall because she only comes up yay high to her horse. Yeah, you guys lucked out in the uh, height department because yeah. you are tall. And it's, I mean, and he's taller. Yeah. And I know that you were always like, well, I'm probably not going to meet anybody that's taller than me. Yeah. Never going to be able to wear heels, which, right, it's not really a problem anymore. Don't wear heels anyway. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing that you sort of left out is... Are we texted for a couple weeks before we met? That's true. And I just remember the very first time he texted me, Missy and I were at a Walmart standing in line, and I got a text from this rando <laughs> saying, Hey, I'm John. Your mom's friend gave me your number, which I didn't know she gave him my number. Oh, gosh. But I remember mom talking about him like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. He's so cute. He's so cute. Mm -hmm. And I saw that and I'm like, I turned to Missy and I showed her the phone. And I'm like, this could be the future father of my children. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. It was so exciting. It's pretty awesome that you remember that yeah. tidbit. It's one of those like seemingly insignificant things. It's like, I will forever be, I will, I think i even remember what we went there for we went to go get fruit for smoothies <laughs> we were so obsessed with smoothies and at the time i lived out in the middle of literal nowhere so we had to drive for like 30 minutes just to get to the store to get yeah. smoothies do you want to talk about other guys for a bit <laughs> <laughs> so when i was um working in college i was a receptionist at an eye doctor's and this guy came in and you could just see, you know, you hate to judge books by their cover, but he just had weirdo <laughs> written all over him. Not weirdo as in like creepy, but just you look like you are weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he wasn't coming in for an eye exam. He was coming in with a friend. This guy is standing in the middle 
he was standing like a flamingo in the middle of the floor with one of his legs up. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just kind of dying. I'm like, you look so stupid right now. And you can just tell he had his arms crossed and you could just tell he's like, I am so cool. So he was trying to be cool. Yeah. And so I'm trying not to laugh and I'm just smiling. He walks over to me and he leans over the desk and he's like, do you always smile this much? (laughs) And I'm like, yep, I'm just a happy person. (laughs) All I remember, he's like, it sounded like he was bragging, like trying to impress me, literally peacocking, like just, he was acting like a bird and just (laughs) being very, listen to all the things that I can do, like how one time he outran the cops. (laughs) And... (laughs) I don't know where this came from. I don't know if it was a metaphor for something, but he mentioned that he'd wrestled tigers. And I'm just like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. And I'm just like, please have the phone ring so that I can be like, oh, I have to take this. Uh Go away. His friend wraps up and they leave. And then 20 minutes later, he comes back and he's like, I think you're a really interesting person. I'd like to take you out for dinner sometime. And no, he like slides his number. Cute. It was cute. It would be cute if you didn't say that you outran the cops and you wrestled, wrestled tigers. tigers and you like <laughs> don't lead with that. Sorry, John. No offense, but it seemed like anyone who would ever be like, "Hey, you know, let me let me give you my number. Give me a call sometime." Were creeps. Exactly. They were all creeps. <laughs> and you know, I just didn't really know how to react. And it was just so awkward, you know? And I even had that moment, you know, we talk about this like guilt that sometimes we feel even with as ridiculous as he was, I felt bad for not calling him and just being like, Hey, just so you know, this ain't going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you were to call him though, he would then have your number. Correct. So then he could have, I mean, I guess you could always block him. That's true. Sounds really fast. Do you guys have any awkward stories like that? I never, like, got hit on a whole lot. I don't really have all that many, like, crazy stories. The only thing that comes to mind, which Chad is better at telling this, is I had this one guy who worked with me at the pizza place when I was in college. He was significantly older than me and, like was a baby daddy and all that. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but like I was a lot younger and I had not experienced nearly as much life as he had. And he just like honed in on me. We exchanged numbers because we work together and sometimes you need, you know, your coworkers numbers. And he would just like text me. And one time he called me. So I was dating Chad at the time (coughs) and I was just sort of like, it's kind of mean, but I was kind of like just dragging this guy along because I did not ask for any of it. He kept calling me. So when he would, I'd put him on speakerphone and let Chad listen to everything he was saying. What do you remember from that? I remember, and I'm hoping I'm remembering it right, that you were treating him like I treat the telemarketers when I string them along for 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. But you did a lot more listening to him and a little bit of giggling while he discussed with you how... I was a chump, <laughs> and you didn't need to be with me, and you deserve better, and that's why you should be with him, and that he would treat you right, and he would treat you better than any other guy, and he would put you on a pedestal, on the pedestal of pedestals. Quote. And that is exactly what he said, word for word, and I wanted to jump through the phone while you continue to laugh silently on mute and point at me and tell me not you say anything (laughs) that's about all i remember that because i was seeing seeing red but he was he was a creep too in his own way he wasn't a creep per se he just was very confident Mm -hmm. and it wasn't him being creepy in my opinion it was the thrill of the chase the thrill of something that you can't have i guarantee you if i would have given i mean it would have been over instantly because i was available. Mm -hmm. That's all it was. Yeah. I also remember my boss at the time took him out for a drink and dared him that he wouldn't be able to get me to go out with him. 
Wow. So he was also stirring the pot. That sounds... I know who you're talking about, and that sounds like him. It sounds like he'd just be like, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he would be, like, maniacally laughing in the background. (laughs) Yeah. As, you know, my relationship and my whole life crumbles. We've talked before about how when we were younger, we were a lot more ballsy. Mm -hmm. We were also a lot more bitchy. I was a sophomore in high school, and there was a guy that we dated for, like, a month. He was just ridiculous. Like, (laughs) it was just so ridiculous. I remember this guy. I didn't like him either. (sighs) I didn't either. (laughs) On our first date, we went to go see Taken. I wasn't comfortable going alone with him, so I took my best friend. I even had the option. He was like, you know, do you want to go do something afterwards? And I'm like, no. (laughs) I'm going to go with my friend because I wanted to just, I wanted to go and have a sleepover with her. (laughs) So clearly I wasn't super interested in this guy. Fast forward two or three weeks later, we go to see Watchmen, which I'm sorry. (laughs) When you are 16 and you're not used to watching what it is that we watched, it was the most fucking awkward. I mean, the blue guy had like, just his dick was the all out was and like swinging everywhere. Everybody's yeah. having sex all over the place. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not a good date movie for me. And on top of that, he insisted on having his arms around me. And I, because I just felt awkward being like, no, I just want to, no, don't touch me right now. <laughs> I just was like, I felt like it would be mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know my, I don't know where my priorities were with like what's mean and what's not, because there are some things where I'm like, well, I don't want to hurt his feelings. But then I did other things where it's like, so that rude. is so mean. What <laughs> so movie rude. did we go to with them? Yeah. I, we drove them cause you know, you're a little older, you could drive. And I remember I looked over and it was me on the inside and then you and then Chrissy and then this guy. And I looked over because I was, I was eyeballing this guy. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> and he had his hand on her leg and was like caressing her leg with his one finger. And it really, really bothered me. I was like, please just, just make him stop. Move his hand for me, please. And I think eventually you did, but it was really bothering me. Because this guy, I was, I mean, you were like 15, 16, and we were 20. And I could read this guy's bullshit because he's trying to be cool and talking to me about how his, him and his friend or him and his dad were in an old Fiero and they were going so fast and took a turn so hard. They were on two wheels. I was like, this is the biggest (laughs) load of bullshit I've ever heard in my life. This is not Fast and Furious that you watched when you were like two years old, buddy. See, Chadwick has always been the big brother I never had. I mean, because like you said, he has been in my life since I was like 10. And it's, yeah, he's always been the protective, mm, I'm going to scope this out before <laughs> we proceed. <laughs> yeah, boy, I approve of you. Thank you. <laughs> so, but yeah, so we're watching Watchmen and he's insisting on having his arm around me. But like there's an arm between us, like a chair arm between us. Mm. And I am just contorted into this position. And this movie is so fucking long. It will not end. <laughs> just it was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then when we got, I was just like kind of done for the night. His brother dropped me off at my house. I go upstairs and immediately, well, I guess not immediately. Once he got home, he calls me and he's crying. Oh my God. Because he doesn't want to... Okay. So he was all about, you know, like Chad said, the hand on my leg. He he wanted one thing and one thing only. Mm -hmm. And I was just not having it. (laughs) You know, like, ain't never going to (laughs) happen. Right. And the metaphor that he kept using is... Because he had dated a girl before me. And he's like, well, you know, I've gone up the stairs... And I don't want to go back down the stairs. <laughs> and I'm like, and going up the stairs and going down the stairs. <laughs> it's that from Family Guy. It's a family. I'm going up the stairs now. I'm going down the stairs. I'm going up the stairs now. I'm going down the stairs. <laughs> okay. But it's kind of how it works, I guess. <laughs> 
You know, and again, I don't know, like, why some things were okay to say and do and why other things were like, no, that's mean. But I remember being, like, really abrupt with him and just, he would say something, like, he'd say something about how, you know, college is stupid. because, And he had, like, a, the dumbest reason why. And I'm like, you're stupid. You're wrong. No. <laughs> False. <laughs> You know, he's like, I don't want to go downstairs. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm guessing he was like in- expecting way more that night. Like, I think so. I don't know how with there. his brother sitting next to us watching Watchmen, how he wasn't feeling like, oh my gosh, could we have a different movie? I-, I don't know. So he's crying and I'm just sitting there like deadpan, like, <laughs> I don't know what you want to tell you, dude. And he's like, okay, well, you know what I think that our relationship needs is I want you to write a list of things that you would want to change in me. And I'll write a list of things that I want to change about you. And at this point, it's how long in? Like three weeks. Okay. (laughs) And so I think about it. I noodle on it for a little while. And I wrote a three-page paper. (laughs) That's an essay. Not about things I wanted to change for him, but basically a three-page essay saying, I'm breaking up with you. We're done. (laughs) So after school the next day, I've, I've like made several drafts. I'm not even joking. Like, I think I even still have the notebook with some of the drafts in it. (laughs) Wow. And... He passes me his note, and I pass him my envelope. (laughs) And he, this bitch, wrote a list of things that he wanted to change about me. And it was all just like, you care too much what your family thinks, you're too religious. I still have the list, too. I showed it to you not that long ago. No, yeah. I've seen it. Yes. (laughs) You saw it. Wow. (laughs) And see, the other thing is that my best my best friend, <laughs> my best friend in high school, we were so nasty to him. Like just, he, he hands me his list and we read it together and we're just dying, like rolling on the floor. Like, oh my gosh, what an idiot. <laughs> and anytime we were in school, like we would have 15 minutes before class would start in the morning and I would hang out with my friends and he was like encroaching on our territory and we would like ignore him and be like, no. And I, you know, I will say, I think I learned this from someone (laughs) because at this time, (laughs) I am sure we will talk about that next. I can't even remember why I started telling that story. It was just so, oh, I remember. Okay. So we were talking about how you and Chad would like, you would egg people on people on speakerphone. Well, we also did that to this guy because for a year after we quote unquote broke up, he like wouldn't leave me alone, would call incessantly, would text me incessantly. And I, you know, sometimes I'd answer the phone and I'd give it to Missy because we sound so similar. I remember this. And she would have full on conversations with him where he would like describe his diet to her. And then, you know, I'd take the phone back and like, just so you know, you just said all that to my sister. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. Well, we've done that to Chad, too. I mean... It's been a very long time. It's been a very long time. I can kind of tell the difference now. But, I mean, we did do that to you a couple times. She answered your phone the other day. I knew it was her. Well, remember how, like, when you guys were in high school and college, usually the only way that I could trick Chad into thinking maybe it was you was if I answered the phone just, what? By being really short. (laughs) Yeah. Being really short with them. Because he was so used to that. Oh my gosh. So how about you tell tell us a little bit about that fun little chapter of your guys' relationship? Well, okay, we so <laughs> first of all, as I, I mentioned earlier, because I thought you were talking about something else, I think we might have you guys at least equal or be on awkward movies because my mom, when we were teenagers, took us to go see a movie called A History of Violence. I mean, first of all, with the title, I'm not sure why we picked that one. But it was an action movie with Vigo Vigo Mortensen. Yeah, he just came off Lord of the Rings. I was like, I need to see this movie. It's he got to be really so good. Sexy. We're not mm. talking about your obsession with old dudes, Chrissy. We're talking no. about a great 
they actor from Lord of the Rings yes. being in hopefully another movie, not how he's old and you wanted to bang him. I, it wasn't because he was old, it was because it was fucking Viggo Mortensen. But I expected a really good action movie. And so it anywho, was a good action it's movie, Chad but... and me and my mom, and there is this, like, hardcore sex scene where they're fighting... And she goes up the stairs and he, like, drags her back down and, like, fucks her on the stairs. And then they're still angry at each other. And it just, it was so, so intense to be watching with you and my mom. Yeah. So intense. still talks about that. Like, it scarred her, too. (laughs) (laughs) It scarred everybody. I totally forgot what the movie was even about. Speaking of Viggo Mortensen, though... There was one time that that boyfriend from high school was over, and Mom and Dad decided that that was when they were going to watch Eastern Promises, which has a, I mean, you see all of it. Full frontal. He's, like, fighting people in a shower for, like, ten minutes, (laughs) naked, totally butt naked. And I'm like, do you guys have to be watching this, like, right now? (laughs) Can you not... So pretty much everything that you just described you doing to this guy that you couldn't stand and didn't like, I have done some version to Chad. (laughs) But, I mean, you have to understand, we have a very complex history. He was, like, really, really fucking annoying (laughs) for a minute there in high school. And so (laughs) he needed to be, like, conditioned. (laughs) So like, I am who I am. And also, and that is that. <laughs> also, same thing, like, my best friend and I would, like, just be so horrible to you. Like, I remember this one time. It was your birthday. <laughs> this isn't a bad story. I know where you're going with this. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh. You're about to, though. <laughs> it was your birthday, and we gave you this card And we ripped up a bunch of tiny shreds of pieces of paper in it, and we put it in the card. And what we wrote in the card was, you know, happy birthday. First of all, when he'd open it, it would be, you know, confetti everywhere, which is embarrassing when you're a high school student. In the middle of the hallway. In the middle of the hallway. Somebody has to clean it up. And then we wrote, happy birthday. We got you a $25 gift card, but we lost it. Sorry. There was never a gift card. Like, ever. (laughs) We just said that so that you would think that we were being nice, but we never got a gift card. You knew that, right? Actually, I do remember that a little differently, though. Okay. You may not remember this, but you did feel bad about that. (laughs) Did I make up for it? You bought me a $20 gift card to Media Play, but I took that $20 gift card and I bought Bad Boys with that on DVD. Okay, see, that's nice that you remember, like, I remember the bitchy part and you remember me making up for it. I remember the whole thing as being, it's a good memory as a whole. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you think that because we were out to be totally bitchy. And I also remember I would just like constantly try to convince you to date her. Like all the time. I was like, you should just date her. (laughs) It's just like we were dating. You and I were dating. And I'd be like, you should just go date her. Just like as an experiment. (laughs) Do you remember that? Do you remember that? You made up for it with the gift card. John, have I ever been a bitch to you? (laughs) No, never. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you have not talked like at all i was trying to think but it seems like most of my previous relationships were very just short and end you know mm-hmm. you go out for a date or two and then just ghost mm-hmm. like and after looking back that was kind of like that was kind of shitty you know i never oh, you i never were, you I ghosted? ghosted them yeah i was always always had this picture in my head of what the relationship's gonna be you know and then you get to know them you're like well never mind <laughs> that's not happening the way i thought it would <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, there was one girl, which as far as I know, we were friends on Facebook. Everyone's lived happy lives, you know. I didn't ruin anyone's lives. They're all still <laughs> alive, I think. <laughs> um, they never quite healed, though. Uh, it's, they moved on. Who could get over you like that, John? They, they would dodge a bullet. It's all worked out for the best. But there was one girl I went out with two or three times, and then we just we weren't meshing. She was way more religious than I was, and... So we broke up and I ghosted her and I later realized that I did that on her birthday. And it took me a while to realize, whoa, I might be a bad person. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Then there was one I went out with. And again, we weren't just meshing. And 
I remember she asked me if I would go to prom with her. And I was like, I'll think about it. And then just never, <laughs> never, <laughs> never got back with her. Oh, my gosh. So mine's always just been, I've been picky. And then it's like, well, I don't want to keep buying you dinner. So <laughs> I can buy games or something with this money instead of continuing to go out and make this work. Yeah. I mean, I totally I agree with that. Like, if you're not into it, don't. I was a little bit narcissistic. That was a lot sometimes. nicer than what Chrissy did to her boyfriend. She was never hey. interested from the start. And she. That letter I wrote was very nice. I will say that the letter that I wrote, it wasn't mean. Oh. It was very, very nice. It was like trying to be like, no, you're a really good person. You'll find someone. It's just not me. Okay. So the letter was nice. Okay. That also must run in the family because the first time you unsuccessfully broke up with me, you went on for an hour <laughs> on the phone with me asking you, do you want to stay with me or not? Are you breaking up with me or not? No, but what I'm trying to say is, are you breaking up with me or not? No, but listen to me for an hour. <laughs> Finally, you said, yes, I am. <laughs> Finally, an hour later. And then what? It's like it never happened. We're still talking about time. <laughs> I kissed you at King's Island that very summer. You didn't, you know, it didn't ha like it never happened. Okay. I remember going on one date, again, just a random person trying to see if you hit it off, and you could tell midway through dinner, like, no, this isn't working, this is, we're just not on the same page, not attraction to anything. And then we went and saw a movie, and the whole time it was just a miserable night, because it was like, I didn't like my meal, I didn't like you, I didn't like the movie. It was like, I don't know why I'm still dating, it's like, this sucks. Was... So a lot of the dates just kind of ended me self-pitying myself. <laughs> It was like, yeah, I was just kind of like, this is stupid. I wasted 50 bucks, watched a movie I didn't like with a person I didn't like, and ate food I didn't like. I want to stay home now. So part of me, I don't know whether to be, like, flattered or, like, oh, well, that was his last-ditch effort. Like, I, on one hand, I could be like, you know what? He was like, when he saw me and he met me, it was... No, all these other girls, just, there is something about you. Or it could be, I'm not going to do it here. I don't know. But. <laughs> this is an awkward thing that you haven't brought up, but I know, I damn well know, was very awkward. So you already mentioned that, like, on our second or third date, you went to Missy and Chad's wedding. Yes. With all of our family, everyone, everyone, big crowd. I mean, I still look back at that and I'm like, damn. I wouldn't have done that. I would have been way too nervous. So what was going through your head? I did have a little bit of a safety net. I went with my boss because they were friends of the family, with your family. And so there was a little bit of I wasn't going in blind or by myself. I had, I brought my own kind of friends. A little bit of a buffer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I would have loved to go into guys' reception, but at the time everyone was leaving. So I just left with them. I rode with them. So I'm leaving with them too. So it was... But at the time, it was just a meet and greet, you know? Everyone's right. happy at the wedding, and they just kind of look at you, hi, how to meet you, you know? But it's they're focused on the bride and groom. Right. I can just sneak away or whatever. Right. So, so that was easy. Like, like it wasn't quite as miserable for him as you had, like... I mean, I remember <laughs> our cousins on our dad's side coming up to me and being... And they're, like, tall, macho, like protective and they came up to me and they're like you need to introduce us to this guy because we got to give him hell and i'm like oh gosh please don't <laughs> so that that was the part that i was singing like oh my gosh this this poor guy why did i do this <laughs> it's still something that i look back and i'm like wow you like me you really like me <laughs> i think the second time i hung out with you guys was probably more awkward because i wasn't sure what to make of Missy at the time. We went to a party that um, mutual friend was having. And that was, I think, one of the first times I met Missy and Chad in a looser environment. You know, everyone's just kind of like at a party. to meet them. Yeah, yeah, at a party. And everyone's a little bit having more fun, you know, with the uh, alcohol and everything flowing. And the first thing that uh, Missy asks me is, um, <laughs> how many hairs do you think you have on the top of your head? <laughs> And I said I wasn't sure. <laughs> and I couldn't tell if she was serious or not or joking. <laughs> you then came back to me and said, how long was the biggest poop you ever took? <laughs> what was the width and breadth yeah. of the largest poop you took? And I'm like, not sure if she wants 
Is it just an icebreaker for her? I wasn't sure how to respond to these questions. So we just kind of laughed it off. But To be clear, this wasn't a drunk, drunken moment. This was early in the night. Yeah. Oh. You and wow. I, you and I were like, you were like, we should write a list of questions for John. You that plotted I against know. him. And you wrote, that was a question that you wrote down. You also wanted to know what his favorite flavored Pop-Tart was, whether he wore boxers or briefs. Oh, I don't know. Something I else. Those are legit and things yeah. that you need to know. That was, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. Gosh, man, the more I look back, the more I'm just like, you really just got this this double whammy, like, in the first month that we were dating. I think we also, like, you you know how to ride horses, and, you know, you've ridden horses before, but they're not really your thing. Correct. Yeah. And I remember I was like, oh, do you want to go for a trail ride? And I put him on my gargantuan beast, and you, like, I would not have known that you were like... I am so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> it felt like I was straddling a barrel that just kept uh-huh. bouncing. My balls hurt so bad. <laughs> Most of the horses I've been on were more, you tell them where to go. And I think with him, it felt more like a suggestion. You know, <laughs> he's going to do what he wants if he wants to go somewhere. It's like, okay, I'm glad I'm not leading this race. Hey, I rode that horse's mom one time. And when I got off to pee at a tree, she took off running down the hill, across the road, over the creek, up the hill, and back to the barn. <laughs> I could not get her. So did Missy at least let you one. ride uh, in the, on the back of her horse, or did she make you She walk? didn't know. She had Molly at the time, so she took off running all the way down the field as fast as she could, and I'm just, like, bouncing around, you know? <laughs> and then I said, I have to pee, because this hurts, and I got off to pee. Did you and- pee blood a little bit? <laughs> That stupid horse took off running from me, and I chased it all the way down. And when I got back, I brought the horse with me, came back, and she says, and came back, and she says, where did you go? I couldn't find you. And I told her, and all she could do was laugh at me. John, do you remember when I was in college, and there was this, there was this guy, and he was in a lot of the classes that I was in, and... In class, you know, we would talk and we would partner up and he seemed nice. And for like a project at one point, you know, we swapped numbers. And as time went on, he was getting a little bit more and more flirtatious. It kind of got to the point where I'm like, all right, I was very straightforward with him. Like, I am with someone. You can't talk to me like this. We can definitely be friends if you want, but... You kind of got to knock that off. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. So I had to be like, all right, well, I can't really talk to you anymore. But he would still send me texts like all the time. And he would just continually tell me that I needed to break up with John. He, he did not know John. <laughs> he had no idea who. He... Yeah. Pizza place guy didn't know Chad. Yeah. Ever. Like never met him. Yep. I needed to break up with him and how he needed, I needed to be with him. And at one point. We were on vacation, and he sent me a text that I'm a redheaded goddess. Ooh. Now, I will say that made me feel pretty good. <laughs> John, how did that make you feel? If I'm remembering this character correctly, I just remember not being threatened at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which, and he, you had no reason to be threatened. But sometimes we kind of like it when you guys seem jealous. Yeah. You should probably just say, yeah, I wanted to kick his ass. Just yeah. Because, yeah. Is there, like, anybody that you can think of, like, that you were jealous about? I mean, I've never dated anybody else ever, so... No. We did have a friend in high school and some of college that I did not trust being around you. He he seemed to jump from girl to girl, and he thought he was all that, and he was pretty much just an asshole. But he wanted to be around you all the time more than he wanted to be around me. And I would leave your house and he would still be there. And I did not like that. I'd come over to your house and he would already be there. (laughs) I didn't like it. See, what's funny about you saying these things is I have just recognized very recently how, um, unhealthily jealous that I can be. Mm -hmm. And so as you're explaining that, like I, no fucking way 
I show up at your place and there is a girl. No fucking way. I remember one time when you worked at the hamburger place, I walked in and there was cheeseburgers, by the way. (laughs) I walked in and there was a girl we went to high school with who I know you had a crush on. No. Yes, I know you did. Because (laughs) remember, we had pockets of time that we were not together. I know that if you if if you didn't think that you had any chance with me whatsoever, that you would have gone with her. I don't think so. Anyway, you guys were leaning across the counter, like towards each other in each other's faces. And I came in with my friend and she backed me up. She said, absolutely. I saw that. And I was so pissed off. Mm. Yeah. I would feel the same way. I can't remember. I'm sorry that happened to you, but I don't remember that happening. Yes, you do. You're lying. (laughs) You do remember that happening. I remember you being angry about something that I thought was craziness because I, I also remember, no, stop. I also remember that you literally asked out like every girl in high school. Like every girl. Take this out. And by the way, <laughs> you could never ask anybody out on your own. You always had to ask someone out through someone else. Well, you know what? There was this one time where I asked out this girl who, she said, who do you like? And I said, she's standing right next to me. And she said, who? <laughs> that was the girl I asked out on my own. And that one worked. That so was about as direct as right. you ever got. Well, I did something right. Anyway, we're going astray. This is... Yeah. But I just, yeah, I would, that would be like a no-go. Like, totally a no-go. I'm so jealous. Like, you work in, um, where you work is just, like, my job is just predominantly males for whatever reason. Your job tends to be predominantly females. So you're around females all the time. And it really bugs me. Like, it bugs me so hardcore. Like, anytime I hear a new name, I'm like, is she cute? Is she married? I need to know these things. totally feel that. That's actually why I'm like really, I'm really glad that John works in the environment that he does because where he works, it is predominantly men, predominantly older men, you know, grouchy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they seen some, seen some shit men mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I'm, that's fine then. I do remember when you worked at the bank. There were a couple of girls that would flirt with you on a regular basis, and it you claimed it went over your head, and we were I all like... I did, because the girls I worked with would clearly. be staring at me when those girls, as customers, had walked away, and I would catch the girls I worked with staring at me, and I'd say, what are you looking at? And they would start laughing and say, you are so oblivious to what just happened in front of you. Yeah. And I had no idea. But where I worked, there was probably nothing to do in this town but drop out of high school and get pregnant so they're not the kind of people i would want to hang out with anyway if you remember like when you told me that story i was like bitches better back off i don't know if they did though (laughs) they did hard transition do you remember when we got massages in mexico yeah punta cana yeah and the hair nuts that they made us wear yeah how awkward that was <laughs> yeah hair nets for a massage when we went to like do a couple's massage in punta cana or one of the vacations we took um they had you stripped down and then put on this it's supposed to be like underwear <laughs> it felt like a hairnet just around your crotch <laughs> it was so uncomfortable i don't know how people relax in that, but whatever <laughs> I just remember feeling so... I just kept thinking, like, how is this better than just wearing your bathing suit bottom? And just how ridiculous I felt like I looked and how funny it looked. Just it looked like we just had these poofy white see-through hair nuts around our crotches. Why couldn't we just wear underwear? That accomplished the same thing. Except it doesn't feel half as bad. Well, and like, we recently got massages on our honeymoon. John and I are just like, where do we go? Oh, do we? We just didn't know what they expected us to do. Mm-hmm. And I think we were both the kind of people where it's like, don't scold me, don't scold me, don't scold me. Like, don't tell me I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. So they, like, usher us into this room because we're getting a couple's massage, and they have a sign on the door that just says, keep all underwear on. And I'm like, 
well, I don't know. I don't know if that means like, do I take my bra off? Do I take my, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, it says all underwear. Like if you're wearing, I don't know, unless they're assuming that you're wearing multiple pairs of like underwear, (laughs) underwear, (laughs) it should just be remove everything except your underwear. Mm -hmm. Anywho. So we kept our underwear on. We did not take our underwear off. And I'm assuming you kept your bra on. I kept my bra on. But as soon as she came in, she just whipped that off. <laughs> like, didn't even ask me. <laughs> Snap. Snap. <laughs> Throw it on the floor. <laughs> and they had us keep our underwear on. But at one point, like, they pulled my underwear all the way down. Oh. To, like, I don't know. Is that allowed? It's massage a, it was a full body massage. And I was wondering, because we couldn't see each other, and I was like, I wonder if they did this with John, too. <laughs> they absolutely did. And I was wearing, <laughs> I was wearing boxers, so it was kind of like they were covering more. They had, like, my boxers basically rolled up like <laughs> briefs, it seemed like, at one point, so they could get to my legs. It was somewhat uncomfortable. The underwear is always the worst part of the massage, in my opinion. It's never doing what you want it to do. <laughs> Does it feel good enough that it's worth the awkwardness or would it be one of those things where you'd just be like, can you just, just don't worry about this area. Just don't worry about it. I think that, I mean, personally, I think that it's worth it, but I think that if, I don't know, because I'm me, I don't tell anybody, I would be like, do whatever you want. I don't care. I'll give you money. I'll give you whatever you want. (laughs) So I probably still wouldn't say anything. We love getting massages. We love it when people touch our bodies. Yeah. I love to be like rubbed and like um when I say but see like I don't like the deep tissue thing mm-hmm. I like to just be like what do you call that like um needed I like to be needed Need like it. a like a pizza like a pizza <laughs> but Chad can't stand being touched oh, it's uncomfortable he can't stand it it's uncomfortable yeah so which is good because then like you never asked me to massage you but you also don't know how to give a good massage. There's even spots when you lay on me, you have to get off. There's an uncomfortable spot. That you just can't lay there. You're so mean to me. <laughs> Says the person who talks about how shitty they treated me back I've in high I've been really, really nice lately. Okay, first of all, <laughs> high school. I mean, come on, get over it. Oh, I am. Okay, Clearly. Good. It's been 20 years. <laughs> they have a child together. <laughs> well, you should still give me massages because I like it, but you need to learn how to do it first. I'm so sorry. You also are terrible at scritching. You're so bad at so many what things. What am I a Chad? demon? I'm supposed to scritch? No, you're you're way too light. Like you're like so light and I'm like that's not going to itch anything. It's not going to satisfy any of my scratches. You got to get in there nice and deep like. Yeah. You have to like rip my skin <laughs> off. That does not sound like it feels good. But I say it does. So. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that you think it's so bad, but You're too delicate. I know. I don't care. I like it rough. Okay. Yeah. Next. <laughs> it's getting uncomfortable in here. It's the four of us stuffed in a closet. <laughs> we know way too much about each other. Hey, at least he picked his underwear up off the floor. Yeah, when John comes over. Yeah. Well, not yeah, when you, I come over. You have to, like, put on your, like, what? Like, your, your climbing gear and, like... Mountain climb over the pile of underwear. It's not all underwear. There's jeans, there's shorts, there's socks, there's shirts, there's hats. I think there was a backpack down there. <laughs> to clarify what we're talking about, we're talking about, you know, we record our podcasts. In the studio Mizzy's closet. Walk-in closet. Yeah. And that's where all the underwear and Chad's dirty underwear. And, and jeans and shirts. And there, there was, I have know, my like... suitcase was in there and Brian's shoes were also But I can there. tell you, if it's on the floor in here, it is clean. That's good to know. Everything that's been on the floor in here is on the floor because it has been washed and dumped on the floor. <laughs> that's good. Can you think of anything else awkward or funny relationship-wise? Like, what about, like, the nervousness of, like, when do I, like, can I kiss her? Can I, you know... Is it going to make her uncomfortable or like, do you remember those feelings? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I remember that. First time I kissed you. I remember that. I hated kissing you. <laughs> Are hated you recording it. this now? Should yes. We? Okay. We're recording. Oh. It's been recording the no, whole time. See, it was really nice. The first time I kissed you, we were walking to the bus and <laughs> I put my arm around you and I kissed your cheek and ran off like a little scared Shithead. Just <laughs> took off running. 
And I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. I don't remember shit. that. Is she going to kill me tomorrow? Is she going to kill me tomorrow? And it was a Friday. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to see her all weekend. Is she going to kill me? Is she going to kill me? Is she going to kill me? Because I did it like in front of your bus driver, who I remember being a complete bitch. And your friends apparently saw this and were being, you know, like little girls are. And I remember talking to you that night. And again, stupid, awkward 14-year-old, you said something sweet about it and i said well i'm sorry it wasn't you know it was just on the cheek and you don't really have anything to say and i said i'll make it better when i see you on monday we didn't have school on monday <laughs> but we did on tuesday did you call it a bomb threat <laughs> <laughs> so i did i kissed you in front of your biology class i do remember that i happened to go to that high school from time to time still and i walk past that spot and see it it's a nice memory i remember shortly thereafter i I cut I cut off, cut that off. It was the next day. <laughs> no, it was not. No, it was not. Oh, it, it, it was not the next day that I was like, I don't want to kiss anymore. And then it was two days later. <laughs> because. It was two days later, and I didn't get a kiss for like a month. That's not true. It was longer than that. <laughs> but, it, but because I just, I don't know, in high school, I just didn't want to be a cliche. Mm-hmm. And it was uncomfortable to do that in front of other people, and... So I was like, I, I don't want to, if it makes me uncomfortable and I don't enjoy it, why, why would I do it? Yeah. So I told you don't kiss me anymore. <laughs> See, I mean, it's this kind of stuff where like, why can't, why can't you take that confidence and like, no, I don't want to. I don't like it when you kiss me to your boyfriend when you were 14. Now your husband, mm -hmm. why can't you apply that same confidence to things that matter? John, do you remember our first kiss? Yes. It was in the back of their car. Whose car? <laughs> oh, whose car? Whose car? Your car. Oh. What? We hung out with them that night. <laughs> My eyes were probably on the road. Were they yeah. in the car? Yeah. <laughs> were... were... <laughs> <laughs> happening under my nose? So I remember kissing in Missy and Chad's car. Okay. They're saying kiss, not make out. No, we that's like... apparently what they've done in the front seat of my truck. <laughs> <laughs> which used to be John's truck. Yeah, and like in the early, early parts of our relationship, like we wouldn't like stay over at each other's houses. We would just meet for a date. And rather than like going back to our parents' house, we would just sit, sit in the truck for hours. Hours. <laughs> was, I mean, we had stuff to talk about. It wasn't like we just stared ahead or something. Yeah. <laughs> but how cute is that? That we wanted to just sit in a truck for hours and we made out a lot in that truck. We yeah. fogged up the windows quite a few times. So the truck's being repaired at the moment. I'm calling him tomorrow and telling him to just strip the inside of it and redo <laughs> it at this point. I don't know. I've always thought our first kiss was in a car, but in your car, you dropped me off after I met your parents. <laughs> you were dropping me back off at my, my parents' house and you were like, you know, I'm sorry I haven't like, you know, held hands with you or, or done anything yet. I just, you know, you just admitted, I just don't know if you're okay with that. And I thought it was really, 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 really sweet. That is super sweet. And so we pulled into mom and dad's driveway and we kissed. And then I was like, oh, well, I better get inside before we start fogging up the windows. And like literally, it was just like a peck. Right. Right. No, no, that was a joke. Okay, maybe that was the first time. And then in their car is a more natural feeling one. Like you didn't feel like you set it up to like through a script, you know, mm -hmm. we have now crossed this line. And it is hard. To, it's actually kind of hard to remember what was the first time that we did this because your mind isn't your mind is just so like nervous about am I doing it right that you don't you don't enjoy it enjoy it or mm -hmm. like you look back and you're like what just happened yeah so it's hard to remember those first in my opinion mm -hmm. do you remember when we would pull up in your your parents driveway and I would like shake violently in the car <laughs> so your mom would look out the window and she see the car she did look out the window everywhere. often enough i don't think she saw that happening but she'd always look out there and be like the hell's he doing out there why is he sitting out there for so long and she would she, flash the porch light like get your ass in here multiple times and it, it really drove me nuts but i think what really set her off one day was when she called me and you had changed my voicemail to say Hi, you've reached Chad's phone. He can't answer because he's making out with his girlfriend right now. But if you leave him a message, he'll call you back when he's done. <laughs> I, don't remember. I got screamed at for that. 
Another another very very <laughs> awkward thing you did to me was I was in college and it was time to take notes, which I hardly ever did. <laughs> in fact, I probably pulled out my laptop to play games. It was probably pinball, and I pulled out my laptop and. Like any normal day, I put my little password in, and there is a wonderful clip art background of a full frontal naked lady showing all of her goods, <laughs> and I had to quickly, mostly <laughs> shut the lid and do this awkward thing where I look like a moron, like looking underneath there, trying to change the screensaver. Just a few days later, when I thought everything was all good, she did it to me again, but it was multiple people <laughs> just kind of standing around completely naked and doing it. Thankfully, I was not in class at that time. I was sitting outside at a table. I forgot about all the horrible things that I've done to you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I haven't done that to you. No. What's the meanest? What's the meanest thing I've ever done to you? I don't know. Chrissy's a bitch, too. <laughs> <laughs> Not to me usually. But like, I blocked it out. I don't know. What it was that re- bad you blocked it out? Possibly. My brain's good at coping. What do you remember doing ever mean to me? Yeah, like, what do you, do you, have do you yeah? In your is head? there something you're thinking about? No. You guys need to like prank it up, man. You gotta give each other a harder time. Why? Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> See, and it's it's so strange, like I don't know. I don't know what the word is for it, but like as couples, we are really polar opposites. Mm-hmm. Not saying that one is better than the other, but like we're very, very different. Yeah. yeah. But like it's like we're the same person. Yes. When we're together, but like as as partners, we're very different. Yeah. It's very strange. I do forget sometimes when like someone new comes into the fold that you have to kind of prep them. Because I know, I mean, I get nervous when people fight around me and I don't, you know, I, I totally understand the feeling. I mean, I've said multiple times, we are Michael and Jan. Yeah. Like, we are 100% Michael and Jan when they're at that dinner party. I've always felt like we were Dwight and Angela. That Dwight too. loved Angela so much, but she just would not have him. As far as making people uncomfortable, though, we're Michael and Jan. Took me by the hand, made me a man. That one night. One night. (laughs) I feel like there's something that we're going to walk out and be like, fuck, that is so awkward. Well, I will say all these awkward things. It's been 10 years this year. I'm looking forward to more. 10 years married. 10 years married. (laughs) 20 years with you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Here's too many more. Cheers. Clink. Chrissy, are you cured? (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just no (laughs) i'm confused by how hot and cold we can both be and how i could have been so mean to that kid in high school but john can't think of one mean thing but i like john (laughs) i never i mean there is there is a difference (laughs) right john are you cured of your awkwardness uh, i'm just in denial (laughs) Chad's not awkward. I'm not going to ask him. Oh, thanks. Um, I'm not cured, but, and I think you would agree, all of the shit that we've been talking about and all of the feelings and all of the awkwardness and the anxiety and the emotions that we're, we've been talking about over the podcast, I just find it to be a complete miracle. Like, a, I'm not kidding. A miracle that we have found partners Mm -hmm. that like first of all i mean we both found our partners pretty early in life a lot of people search for a really long time right and there are only serious partners if i like with with what i feel why we started this podcast like if i was trying to find somebody right now like it wouldn't happen Mm -hmm. i would i would never meet anybody because i'm too fucking awkward yeah so I'm just like really, really glad that I ba- like bagged him early when <laughs> before like whatever happened to me happened to me. Yeah. I mean, it's already hard enough to meet people, mm-hmm. just meet people. But then when you add the extra layer of I don't know how to interact with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think the same thing sometimes where I'm like, how in the world did I find a person where, you know, 
the only other boyfriend that I had was the one that I had for three weeks in high school. So I'm going to say that that wasn't really a relationship. I agree. John was my first boyfriend and how that was like, well, done. No, no, I'm good. I don't know. I don't need anything else. Yeah. This is perfect. <laughs> I, I completely agree. I think part of wanting to meet new people, like now that you said you don't, nowadays you wouldn't want to meet new people because of the awkwardness mm-hmm. of it. But I think you're, um, desires change you know back then you kind of wanted to find someone that's or, true and now it's like why do i want to meet new people okay you know <laughs> got i've I got want. my uh, i've got, got my crew and i'm set yeah, yeah. that's it's really like true the desire kind of overrides the nervousness and the anxiety that's a really good point well and that's really i mean that's kind of what we talked about when you know, we had our friends episode and we mm-hmm. just talked about these are our friends we don't we don't need to know a million people yeah we're okay with a couple you know, serious, deep friendships and relationships. And yeah, we don't really feel like we need to seek out more. Okay. Bye. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Awkward Anonymous. We hope you were comforted to know that you're not the only one thinking those evil thoughts, feeling those crazy feels or being inappropriately awkward. More than anything, we hope you were entertained. And of course, one of the most important things this podcast can do is to help you meet and support others who thought they were alone. We know it might be one of the hardest things you've ever done, dear introverts, but be bold, be brave, and introduce yourself. Tell us what's on your mind. What has your awkward ass been struggling with this week? Tell us a funny story. We're convinced we're not the only ones dealing with these seemingly irrational feelings and awkward behavior, so neither are you. We'd love to share what you have to say on this podcast just to prove it. And remember, you guys are in control of how many people we reach. Share, follow, like, and review this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Your feedback is everything to growing a network of weirdos supporting other weirdos. Email us with anything you want to share at awkwardsanonymouspodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at awkwardsanonymouspodcast. Meet with us every Tuesday to discuss all the thoughts, feelings, emotions, and wacky behavior we experience as awkwards. And really anything else we'd never normally say out loud. Can't wait to hear from you. Bye!